Raheem Sterling. After all the criticism and the absurd standards he's held to by a media who seem to single him out for criticism, Sterling has continued to do good work. On and off the field, he has conducted himself like a true professional and an absolute gentleman. He has been under no obligation to do so, but he has chosen to anyway, and he can only be admired for that. When playing, he remains an underrated force in attack, a true miracle player who is as capable of magic moments as anyone else in the Premier League. Against Chelsea, he rocketed forward repeatedly, nearly won the game at the death of extra time before sealing it with the final penalty. A perfect penalty, hammering in off the inside of the bar, then the post. Top bins in his own backyard, just as he would have always dreamed it. Sterling is a true winner. Kepa Ariza Balaga When you make a big man move, then you better follow through. Kepa fronted up to Sari at the end of the Carabao Cup final in a shockingly disrespectful fashion. He refused to come off when his coach was demanding his substitution. Now Kepa could argue that he wasn't injured and Sari had no need to bring on Caballero. But does Kepa know that the substitution was only down to injury? Caballero was the shootout hero for City as they won this very same cup back in 2016. Who's to say Sari didn't want to bring him on anyway? Kepa didn't care though, he said no anyway. And then he let a dribbler of an Aguero penalty skip underneath him in the shootout. He saved Sane's penalty sure, but letting that whimpering Aguero effort in after making such a big man move against his coach has made him look like a disrespectful fool. N'Golo Kante Kante is a player composed of pure energy. He was absolutely relentless against City, playing in a team in his style of play in a role that gave him the chance to eat up all the ground that he wanted to. With Chelsea playing so deep and springing forward onto the break in acres of space, Kante thrived. He was constantly flying at City players as they broke through the lines of Chelsea's defence. Last-ditch tackles aplenty. And whenever Hazard broke forward by himself, who do you think was always racing forward to support him? Kante, of course. This was a game that suited him perfectly, and he responded with a classic Kante display. Sari has no authority anymore. That's that then. Even a coach as firmly focused on his style of play, a coach so dogmatic that he didn't change things from the lowest rounds of Italian football to the highest, has been beaten by the incessant whirl of noise created by the English football press and a Chelsea squad unwilling to learn. Chelsea played a relentlessly defensive game in the Carabao Cup final. Now sure, they were always going to have to be more pragmatic than they were a few weeks ago when City destroyed them 6-0, but this? Chelsea cheerfully parked the bus and left just Hazard forward in attack, often even Hazard was in his own half. This Chelsea display was right out of the Antonio Conte playbook. It spoke to Sarri's comments about the Chelsea squad being hard to handle because the Blues looked so comfortable playing the defence-first counter-attacking style. It confirmed that a philosophy that Jose Mourinho literally baked into the club, one of defence-first reactive football, 
even when it involves attacking and scoring goals, is the only one that will stick in the heads of these players. On the rare occasion the side will break out of that mold, think Carlo Ancelotti's side in 2009-2010 or Sarri's at the start of the season, but things always regress to the mean. Mourinho's mentality lingers in more ways than one too. Player power is rife, and so late on in the game, when Kepa staged his mini-revolt and refused to come off, it was no surprise. The lack of respect with which Sarri's philosophy was being treated was already evident, and Sarri abandoning that philosophy for the final would have been seen by an aggressive Chelsea squad as the final show of weakness they wanted. The Italian holds no authority at Stamford Bridge anymore. What a depressing state of affairs. Eden Hazard Much like Kante, Hazard has often chaffed under Sarri. Although it's been for different reasons, mostly involving the Belgians' lack of desire to play with any sort of positional discipline, he has altered between looking red-hot unstoppable and appearing to be dull and lifeless. The game against City was interesting because Hazard was actually playing in a role that he usually despises, the false nine. But because Chelsea were playing so deep, Hazard had essentially an entire half to play 1v2 against City's centre-backs. And when one of those centre-backs became Vincent Company, Hazard knew every attack could potentially cause danger and was a golden chance to run at defenders too slow to stop him. That's exactly what he did, bamboozling them over and over again, creating the game's best chance for Kante and lighting up the final. He even hit a panenka in the shootout, knowing that a miss would hand City the cup. Kevin De Bruyne Kevin De Bruyne was arguably the best player in the Premier League last season. Sure, Salah scored the most goals, but it was De Bruyne's brilliance that powered City's record-shattering 100-point title win. It looked like Guardiola had transformed him and created for City the best central midfielder in the world. This season, he suffered with ligament trouble in his knees and has missed over 100 days of action as a result. Unsurprisingly, his return from injury has seen his levels dip somewhat, but against Chelsea, he truly struggled to impose himself. Part of it was the tactics the Blues deployed, but De Bruyne just seemed to be half a step too slow, and when he had a chance to whip those brutal low-fist crosses, he ended up ballooning them into the sky. As crazy as it sounds, City got better when he was taken off, and you wouldn't say that the brilliant Belgium is anywhere near their best 11 right now.